to the show, Living with Climate Change. Today is kind of a special edition of the show, and it's a response to a friend of mine, excuse me, who he watched the show and he said, uh, okay, what, what about uh, a solution to climate change? And uh, so that's uh, quite a, a, a quite a statement uh, and quite a problem to fix. Um, so today's show, I, I went back and I found a paper that I'd written. Uh, I think it was concerning uh, geoengineering, and uh, I had a solution to global warming at the end of it, and it was a brief, so a brief solution that's can be grasped, you know, in, in uh, 10 minutes. Uh, because I told my friend, uh, well, that would be, you know, that would be quite a long show because the, uh, that's the dynamics of climate change, you know, it's it just so complex and it, it, it touches so many areas of, uh, of things that uh, uh, you know that's why it's talked about a lot and it's a uh, and you know any all of these continual problems of the world they continue to be problems because the the solutions are so difficult and they're there's they're so complex there's winners and losers and it goes on and on and on. Um, but anyway, th those are, uh, and they will continue to be that way, I imagine. But let me, I'm just going to read, uh, I'll put it on the screen. Uh, it is a summary of, of an, it was written about seven years ago, I think. And I think it still kind of holds true. So, let me just read that. Uh, it's not long. Um, so I kind of talk about how science and technology has led to our dominance over the planet. And that's called the Anthropocene. And that's what we're in. And how the revolutions in agriculture, medicine, industry have, have in, increased our global population. And which leads to many of these environmental issues. And I say we could face extinction. That's some of the people think that. Um, but we can, uh, we can re-engineer our way out of it is what I said in this paper with mitigation and geoengineering if needed so I at that time I thought that would it would take drastic measures uh, to do this and I'm thinking you know in, in the timeline of this entire century 2100 uh, that's the way uh, scientists think on these issues uh, so let me so through mitigation and geoengineering to answer my friend's question, and I hope he watches this. Now, I looked at seven sectors where we'd need mitigation. 
uh, of CO2 emissions that would be essential to stop the con con uh, trajectory of global warming. And I mentioned the parts per million here. And I say that it could be done with this. And this is from research and some papers I've read and my I've read many, many, many papers in grad school. Uh, so this would take a global consciousness to do this. And let's look at those seven sectors. The main one, of course, energy supply. So if we, global energy conservation measures initiate. So that would have to be done globally. Conservation of energy. You know what that means? That means cut back efficiency and cut back energy use. Along with switching to renewable energy and massive reductions in fossil fuels. And this will require extreme lifestyle changes in developed countries and developing countries, as I know now. Uh, Secondly, something that's not talked about is that military production and military conflicts would have to cease. No more wars and no more building bombs and guns. And the energy that that takes, we don't even talk about. They would have to cease and they would all military action would would switch to research and development of geoengineering and global renewable energy. That is extremely important. So this would take a global consensus that all military spending goes to this, these things. Without these energy supply measures, the foundation controlled CO2 emissions does not seem feasible. Now, this is, I still, I kind of believe this. Um, I, it could be cracked easily if this, if we did this. All military production and conflict cease. Go directly into geoengineering and renewable energy research and development. That is the key thing. That's one sector I have. Second, transportation. Implement urban planning measures to reduce sprawl and unnecessary commuting. Good. Instruct major overhaul of public transportation systems in developed countries to reduce single vehicles and increase rail systems. Develop infrastructure for cycling, walking, and zero emission vehicles. Okay, so totally transform the transportation sector. Third, buildings. Sustainable building design, including biomimicry. Biomimicry is looking at nature and how animals and plants 
how the design, the intelligent design that is in nature that we do not look at very much has the key to living sustainably on this earth. Human beings have not done that. They, they just, they don't do that. Okay, uh, a passive and active solar, geothermal, retrofitting existing buildings and education on conservation measures for building users must become mainstream. So you have to teach people how to use the buildings, how to conserve, and to be responsible for their energy use. Uh, green roofs, increased land albedo can offset urban heat island effect while increasing global albedo and diversity and decreasing CO2 emissions and hydro hydrology energy. Okay, so a major shift in buildings. Now we have living buildings and we have all that architects know all kinds of ways to you can have buildings that create produce energy take care of all their waste and everything is it expensive well yes but we can do it what the fourth uh, sector industry Impend stringent controls on energy efficiency, recycling, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, and using renewable materials. Promote green chemistry practices and use renewable local materials while reducing total embodied energy in manufacture. Embodied energy is all the energy that goes into making something that's not thought of a lot. So, um, there's a lot there that I won't go into, but that um, people know what that means. So that is the, what is the, the fifth sector, agriculture. Overhaul large scale monoculture farming to reduce methane emissions while promoting local farming and reducing gray energy. So, you take local, you take agri, you take food production and you make it local. Develop land management practices, implementing carbon sequestration methods, restore degraded lands, improve rice cultivation techniques, and dedicate energy crops. Okay, that's a lot there. And we're not doing that. In fact, we're not really doing any of these things that I've mentioned That's a long time ago. Uh, the sixth sector I have is forests. Implement land-based carbon dioxide removal methods in geoengineering that we talked about last show. Discussed previously, such as afforestation, Re re reforestation and reducing deforestation. So, just make the world green. A lot of plants, trees, and get it back, you know. I mean, we're, we're not too bad off in that area, but 
but do not but stop deforestation, start growing trees. Uh, the last sector, waste, increasing recycling met, uh, methods and waste minimization. Waste incineration with energy recovery, landfill methane recovery, and education on individuals composting. So that's a complete whole thing. Take care of waste, and that calls that involves plastic and all kinds of things. So that is what it would take. All of these things at once and as quickly as possible and just get on it get on all taking care of all these sectors and I maybe have missed something um, so that is mitigation and now I probably said that uh, this is if geoengineering is needed or maybe even with this let's see what I've said if CO2 mitigation fails politically and, and socially or unforeseen positive feedbacks lead to tipping points for excessive global warming, then SRM methods of geoengineering will be essential. So I've said that it could be emergency. We have to do these things. And I researched uh, cloud seeding uh, in depth with the uh, equations and energy balance thing and all of it and uh, it was feasible uh, but it has the risk that I mentioned international research and development of marine cloud albedo methods stratospheric aerosol methods and space-based solar reduction methods should be done to prepare for geoengineering to supplement mitigation if needed and this is being done Geoengineering should not replace mitigation because if measures are interrupted in the distant future with the current rate of increasing CO2 in a couple of centuries, the rapid increase in global temperature would certainly be devastating to the solar system. So it's I'm not saying that you geoengineer and you don't do anything else. So, uh, well, that's a you know that was my uh, one of my researches I did in uh, grad school and looking back on that I think that's a, a pretty good plan and uh, you can see that uh, most we're not doing a lot of that if we are it's at such small scales that it's not making any difference so that's kind of what it would take And so you can see that the, 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 the challenges we have ahead of, of doing something like that and uh, people just can't agree on it. Um, but we'll keep on uh, talking about it and trying to do something about it and uh, uh, see where it leads. But those are uh, those are those are a good plan, and I'm sure people other they have other plans. And, uh, the IPCC report has a lot of this stuff in it, probably all of it and more. Uh, it's a matter of governments uh, taking action, and because that's what it's going to take. Uh, thank you for joining me for this uh, show.
and uh, I hope that it uh, gives you an idea of what we're facing on uh, changing, uh, uh, facing climate change. So thank you for joining me, and uh, I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.